on this Thursday afternoon. And since it's Thursday, it's time for our regular chinwag with Sadia Osmani. Sadia, it's great to speak to you again. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you very much. Um, sitting at home, trying to keep my head down like everyone else, I think. <laughs> yeah, how do you, we were speaking to um, a psychologist and psychotherapist just now, and, and she mm. said it's about sort of gaining control in the little moments in our life. I mean, yeah. how have you been um, approaching that and keeping some sort of normality well, in your life? Yeah, yeah, it is hard because, you know, half of it is that, you know, I think I think the whole mask wearing thing and going out in the heat and, and going around, I think that's what I've found the hardest thing to do in the heat, just to get out and about. But also there are moments where you feel slightly hysterical because you want to sort of <laughs> see your family. You want to go, like my kids are in London, but I can't see them. And, and there's little chance, at the moment, there's no sort of hope that it's going to change quickly. So we just have to be patient, I suppose. That's it, really, and try our best. Exactly. And patience is a virtue. Yeah. I think the yeah. trouble is also, I mean, you mentioned shopping just now. A lot of the times our homes are quite small. So mm. we do have to keep going out for, for trips to, to, yeah, to yeah, get yeah. food to cook. That's I right. mean, we don't really eat out at all, but, you know, our, our fridge no. is tiny. We've got, I mean, we have a deep freeze. Initially, I got it for, for, for storage of breast milk. Now it's storage of, <laughs> you know, yeah. other things. Um, but yeah. still, we, we don't have enough space to store heaps of food at home so we, we still have to go out yeah that's what i'm finding too because like my fridge just gets totally full and so i've got a kind of big tub but on the floor where hopefully the <laughs> air conditioning is hitting it so things like fruit and you and you don't really want to go out all the time but um you know it's just i suppose it's kind of necessities and mother of invention you have to sort of figure out ways of doing things and you know just improvise somehow and and keep going that's what it's about probably exactly so what have you got for us uh, for our listeners uh, this thursday then well i thought it'd be interesting it's, it's always something that kind of crops up when i'm um, when i'm talking to somebody or something but fashion um it's interesting because i've been t- talking to a number of people and obviously you know you you see lots of people from news reports on the tv to just your family, to office meetings, where people suddenly, you know, we used to have this thing. I Certainly in the UK, they have this thing like on a Friday where they do dress down. Oh, yes, but now it seems right. like it's a permanent dress down, <laughs> you know. And, and people are getting used to that. And I've been reading a number of different articles and things. And it basically says that, you know, things like tailored suits and these crisp iron shirts and blazers and fancy shoes, all gone into storage, really. I mean, like, you know, if you're not working in an office and you are still very much working at home, then I suppose your lifeline is like tracky bottoms and, and T-shirts and vests and things like that. And that's what people are living in. And and I suppose, you know, we're getting out wearing tight-fitting clothes, you know. I was going to say, exactly. I mean, a lot of times we see that uh, people wearing active wear. Anyway, active mm, wear mm. is sort of the, the trendy yeah. thing. But now you don't have to get out of your active wear you can no, wear active no, wear um at your home office it's only head and shoulders that's showing in these meetings and stuff the other thing that i was reading about it says that there's kind of dopamine dressing which means that people are reverting to kind of quite colorful clothes to brighten up these dark days just to make them feel a little bit better especially if they're sitting on lockdown and they have to work from home um, they are kind of going into sort of wearing some more sort of brighter clothes. And I suppose there's um, different things that have affected fashion. So 
it's kind of the mental and the psychological side, the environmental angle as well. So, for instance, when I was reading, it said some people said that, you know, before lockdown, um, they preferred sort of very neutral, conservative clothing in the office and the home. And he said that now, you know, I've actually opted for much brighter colors and florals and, and art patterned clothes so that when I come on, my personality is because I'm not able to speak to people, um, you know, face to face. My personality is coming through my clothes, which is an interesting yeah. thing that people may be doing. Um, also, like, you know, people saying that they're not sort of putting enough effort, you know, into their looks now. And isolation has kind of made them reconnect with themselves and feel more comfortable inside and out. I mean, like, that could be, that is certainly something that I suppose we all could consider. You know, we probably had to think twice about what we're wearing and, oh, sorry, I'm just going to wear this because it's, it's comfortable and that's it, you know. So, so it's interesting. Um, the other thing that I noticed was that people are saying now that because they've got their wardrobes there and they don't have to sit there for ages thinking, what should I wear to work today? They've realized that actually they don't need so many clothes. They've yes. got plenty of stuff in their wardrobe. Have you found that? I mean, like, you know, uh, do you think I have you've got, found that. You've got yeah. more than enough? Exactly. Because, mm. you know, as soon as I, I mean, as soon as I um, go home, I'll quickly jump in the shower because I've been outside and I'll put the clothes mm -hmm. in the laundry basket and then um, they get washed with, with everybody else's clothes. And then the next day, because we've got a dryer, so the next day I can literally wear the same clothes. I'm on the yeah, radio. Yeah. Nobody sees me. Um, <laughs> so right. I can wear them. <laughs> and, and then you just think, well, I don't really need that many clothes, really. I mean, no, no. even if you have one a day, um, that's yeah. only seven T-shirts that you'll realistically need. So we're saving on on things like extra washing and and I'm sure you know water less water is being used because we're not putting so many washers on and and so I suppose that's it. But the one thing when when I was looking through the whole fashion and COVID, the one thing that has has come out like really clearly is that the is bras. Women are finding <laughs> women are finding that you know they are now opting not to wear those horrible underwired things, which you know can be quite painful. And I know for sure I I I'm, I can I can tell you that straight from experience. It's not very pleasant wearing those bras. And what has happened is that women there's been a bit of a revolution in that women rather they're going without bras because they don't need to. They're sitting in front of a screen. And they're just doing their meetings. Nobody can see, you know, beyond their shoulders or whatever. Um, and they're just getting much more comfortable with themselves. And when I was looking at this, it says this holster, why free comfort is here to stay. According to the list, this is a, a staying at home searches, global searches for lingerie, right? Supposedly spiked uh, a week, uh, uh, you know, week over week. And in the UK, a publication reported that in April, sales of soft cup bras by Calvin Klein rose by 70%. Really? And thickleaves.com saw a 40% rise in sales of bralettes, you know, the kind of casual stuff that you wear when you're just being comfy on the sofa. And women are now looking for comfort to accompany their loungewear. And they're saying that this comfort-driven styles are going to continue to outperform others over the next three to six months. And this comfort wifey products are going to be the dominant style for a while. And I don't know. I mean, like maybe, maybe women are going to think, no, I, you know, I can't get back to that. I'm not going to wear those tight-fitting things. I'm not going to wear underwired bras. So that seems to be the most revolutionary thing that's happened during COVID. 
So, you know, women are thinking, no, why are we, we're not going to do this anymore. So what the hell? <laughs> exactly. And a lot of times they're not very comfortable. So if you're not, no, a, a, you wear no. an underwear bra if your outfit requires it. If you're wearing yeah. a regular T-shirt, you don't really necessarily need one of those push-up yeah. or underwire bras. Unless you, yeah, and it's you have, uncomfortable. Exactly. It's very uncomfortable. I mean, imagine yeah, having a wire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, to get men to think about that, I don't think they're not going to do very well with the whole wire thing. But I mean, yeah, you can imagine that, yes, it is uncomfortable. The other kind of thing I was looking at was, um, I suppose it goes back to, uh, you know, on the on same fashion front is personal grooming in that um, people, um, generally men and women, and um, more so probably women, are finding that things like hair dyeing, because they're sitting in front of a screen, they're not going out. They're just thinking, you know, I'm just going to let go. I'm just going to go a bit gray. It's okay. I'm going to use some trendy headscarves. Headscarves seems to be quite an interesting thing that people, other women seem to be using that. Maybe some men are using it too. It's fine. You know, but um, it seems like, you know, they, they're opting for this because they, one, I suppose it's laziness that you think, oh, you know, if I'm not going to go out, I'm not going to dye my hair. Um, and then obviously men, are, uh, you know, men and women are not able, have not been able to go to barbers. So, they're kind of trying their home haircuts and things like that. And some funny programs have come on the haircuts. I was going to say, on YouTube, there's a lot of sort of, you know, how to cut a quarantine, uh, yeah, how, how to cut your hair during <laughs> quarantine and, and just yeah. ways yeah. of, of you maintaining. You get a bowl and then cut around it. <laughs> but, you know, and it's funny. And also there seems to be, I think we mentioned this on, on the program last week as well, there seems to be more emphasis on sort of certainly women's kind of neat eyebrows like yes. and, and makeup because that's the only thing that's being being shown over the mask like you know um although i must admit there's one thing which is which kind of uh, really kind of is getting me worried right is that have you noticed that if you are wearing a mask and you're out and about um and then you come home and you take it off if you've even been in the sun then you've got a tan just over the top half of your face and not on the bottom <gasps> half of your face. I haven't, even, bit, I haven't yeah. even noticed that. I oh, noticed I that in a photograph. <laughs> I noticed it in a photograph. And I was thinking, hang on, yourself? on, what's my face? What, 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 what? I thought, hang on, why is my nose looking quite pale? And then I realised that, oh, it's because, you know, you've been out in the sun and your mask is only going to, your mask will cover that bit. And so you will get your tan. And it's like those bikini lines, isn't it? So, exactly. So it's a bit weird. So how do we prevent that unless we cover the mask on the top too? Well, funny you should mention that. I've got one of those sort of lab glasses that I occasionally wear if I'm on the MTR, yeah. just in case you can never. I know it looks a bit sort of over the top sometimes, but mm. I see other people wearing it and I think, oh, well, I've got a pair lying around. But that wouldn't stop the sun though, does it? The sun would still go through something oh, yeah. transparent. But I also wear a hat on top of my... Uh, yeah, you know, so yeah, I think the hat is a solution. That's yeah. right. A wide brim hat. <laughs> so, so you end up going around looking like the invisible man, you know, but uh, and sunglasses. Because, <laughs> so, you know, when my husband goes out, I don't see his face at all because he's got a cap and then he's got glasses and then he's got a mask. And I just think, well, it's a bit like the invisible man. But that was an interesting thing about the sun because, you know, when you're out there, um, your face is going to sort of tan in the exposed areas. So I suppose that, that hat is probably a good thing to use yes. um 
have you noticed that you I know we touched on this before but have you noticed that you don't even wear lipstick because for some yeah, of our listeners no, you know, Sadia has got a great collection <laughs> of lipstick colors every time exactly every time you come to the studio it's always <laughs> vibrant and I always look forward to seeing oh what color has she got on today um so you know as an advocate for lipstick have you oh, noticed absolutely I'm I'm the top advocate for lipstick. I do think that somebody should sponsor me wearing my lipstick. But you know, for me, like natural childbirth is without lipstick. Right? <laughs> That's how it goes. But yeah, you know, I don't put it on because the other thing is, is if you put lipstick on under a mask, um, the mask is going to keep getting stained because your lips are going to keep touching the mask, and then you just, you know, you've got all these masks with different coloured stuff on them. So, so that's not particularly good, is it? Mm. Um, yeah, no, so you can't do that. And obviously things like general makeup, I think in the heat too, because you're you're going to be generating a bit more heat than things like foundation or blush and stuff like that. Certainly for women, you know, it's just going to be dripping down. It's not going to really do any good. And then again, it's going to be marking your mask. So I think makeup certainly has probably gone down in sales now. And also, I suppose, in shops as well, when you are buying lipstick or you're buying any form of makeup now with everything going on, People are very cautious about trying testers and things, and some spaces do not have them available anymore because then you're getting multiple hands, multiple people trying things, where before you wouldn't think twice about picking up a lipstick and, and checking the colour you know, and trying it on, but now but I you never, can't. I never understood when people tried on the lipstick physically on their own lips or, or mm, eyeshadows straight mm, onto the eye. Mm, uh, because that's a bit unhygienic anyway. Is, I mean, like, Exactly. I mean, I can understand why people would try it on the back of their hands, which also yeah, seems a yeah. bit sort of, I mean, if, it's yeah. if that lipstick is touching everybody's hands, but I've seen people, you know, physically putting onto yeah. their lips. Before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, think, oh. and that's quite, and now I think, you know, I think the whole COVID thing has really just raised awareness of how, what we do and how we behave and just the general etiquette that we have when we're going anywhere or doing anything, where before we were very relaxed about it. And I don't think that's a habit as such that is going to go away. It's going to be that we're always alert about it because it seems like it's here to stay for some time and our habits are now forming which will probably stay with us because we're, we're cautious as humans we have to survival so we have to be quite careful about how we do things yeah so i think maybe you know we've changed it's so interesting you mentioned about the bright colors i wonder how many of our listeners or you know or how many of us you know are more geared towards and more drawn to wearing brighter colors uh, mm. just to cheer ourselves up i know yeah. Yeah, i've been looking yeah i've been wearing sort of purple and orange these days also whereas before mm -hmm. i pick up you know so you know i think it cheers you up shirt. doesn't it yeah yeah because yeah. i i always wear, i always tend to wear bright colors and i i like them because i just think no you know it's good and that's all to do with personality and things like that too but i do think that people tend to want to wear it when they feel like yeah you know i just want to feel feel i don't want to feel blue i want to feel bright you know you bring so, out the hawaiian so shirts or something yeah yeah i'm sure so a lot of the men and stuff are bringing out quite a few of the men are wearing their printed shirts and things too which you which years and years ago you never saw that you know there was just plain and stripes and that was it so so i think you know it's it is in terms of fashion and personal grooming and things like that we are going through changes and it'll be interesting to see how much of those changes you know remain with us or whether we when we get out of this we're suddenly like really keen on 
on wearing formal clothes because even now with dinner, like nobody's going out to dinner in the evenings. That might have been your one occasion where you might think, oh, I'll just dress up a little bit and look nice or going to a nice restaurant. But even that has gone. So so in a way, it's gradually being sort of chopped away, isn't it? That, no, can't do that either. Yeah. So then we might suddenly have a revival and think, no, 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 let's, let's wear something formal now. Let's wear something dressy. Exactly. And, and on social media, there's that trend. I see people sort of, you know, wearing really beautiful clothes and taking selfies and posting them on Instagram mm. and, and Facebook mm-hmm. and saying, well, nowhere to go. Just dressing up, stay home, save <laughs> lives. <laughs> Just to That's make a right. point of, of wearing their That's nice right. clothes. That's right. Well, I'm sitting here in very bland clothes at the moment because I've been <laughs> cooking. <laughs> so I've just made myself some beagles. So there you go. That's the innovation of being at home and not, ha- not being able to go out too much. <laughs> right, Sadia. Well, thank you so much for your sharing uh, today with our listeners. And I look forward to uh, chatting with you also again uh, next week then. Thank you very You're much welcome. indeed for your time. I'll see you then. See you. Bye-bye. Bye for now. Bye.